Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is day two in Job. Some of you were probably like, oh, man, I'm so excited to do the Bible every single day. And then we ended up in Job like less than a weekend. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so something to keep in mind as we read through Job. Job is in the category of wisdom literature, which means as we read over this, we are trying to pull something out of it that is wisdom based. So it's written in a way um where you can like pull out little nuggets of truth and valuable things for your life with the, the overall thing being God cares for us even when bad things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also kind of written in this, um, statement response kind of form. So Job will talk and then a friend will talk sometimes more than one friend will talk and then Job will talk again. So today we hear from Bildad the shoe height, uh, who is the shortest person in all the Bible because he was only as tall uh -huh, as a shoe. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so and we also, we also hear from Job. <laughs> um, another thing to keep in mind is these friends, uh, oftentimes how friends actually are, they're going to start out kind of subtle, hoping that Job maybe gets the point in a subtle way, but eventually they're going to become much much less subtle. So these opening chapters where we're introduced to these friends. Their patience is wearing thin. Yes. And you will see them become more and more bold in their responses. They, I mean, they do say some crazy things even right <laughs> at the beginning. Like you noticed, Jenny, uh, talk a little bit about what you noticed. Well, I just was a little concerned when they started talking about, in chapter 8, they're talking about his kids basically getting what they deserved. Like, um, okay, if that was the first thing out of one of my friend's mouths, having lost a child, I probably would turn around and slap him. But <laughs> So this is chapter 8, verse 4. If your children have sinned against him, he has delivered them into the hand of their transgression. Like, like his kids Ouch. his kids have been dead for like maybe two weeks. Mm -hmm. And Bill Dad is like, well, they got what they deserved. There's such like a black and white nature in all of it. Yeah. So Bildad is basically going to say, hey, if you were a righteous man, God would not have done this to you. Basically, uh, stick around and listen to it for yourself. Um, and Job again is going to say, nope, I know that I have a right relationship with God. You can also see how depressed Job is. Like he uses a lot of language that's like, wow, this guy is in a dark, dark place. Mm -hmm. um, so he he voices his frustrations. He voices his concerns. Um, and you can tell that he is definitely hurt by everything that's happened to him. All right. So we encourage you to stick around for the reading so that you can actually hear straight from the Bible, uh, Job six to nine, uh, you'll get like the full picture of what's going on in this story. But I'm just curious, Jenny, like as we work through these couple of chapters, like what sticks out to you for what we can, like, how can this uh, impact our day-to-day -day lives? Uh -huh. Well, if you just circle back to chapter nine, uh, specifically in verse 17 and 18, it says, For he crushes me with a tempest, meaning God allowing Satan to come along and, and do these things to Job, and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not let me get my breath, but fills me with bitterness. And I think as we reflect on Job and his situation that he's dealing with, 
with trying to understand where God is in all of this, like what's his plan in all of this, we can have these situations even today. I know there are many times for myself, maybe not to this extent, but you do feel like you just can't catch your breath, like just things keep going wrong and stuff is not looking the way that you wanted it to and it just feels like blow after blow, like you just, you can't catch your breath and it does fill you with a bitterness of like, God, what the heck is going on? I don't understand. I don't want this. And I think for a lot of us, we can feel that same temptation to just not really know where God is and question his um, His his plan, I guess. And I would just encourage us today as maybe you're, if you're dealing with something like that, or if you're feeling like you're in the midst of one of those situations where you just, you can't catch your breath and you're beginning to feel that bitterness just build inside of you. Um, just cry out to God the same way that Job is doing over and over again, um, recommitting yourself and just trusting that God will show you what he wants for you in this potentially tricky season or whatever you're going through. Yeah, I would even add to that. I mean, uh, just having community around you, people that can care for you, maybe maybe friends that Hopefully are better than like these, these friends. <laughs> um, but have people pray for you. Like, like get together with people who want to seek the Lord and want to seek the Lord on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are at a spot where it's like, man, I'm just out of breath. Like, like God has really given me a tough hand right now. Um, and if it's helpful for you, you can reach out to us. You can uh, email us at uh, God's plan your part at gmail.com. We will definitely say a prayer for you. Um, no matter when you hear this and want to reach out, go for it. So uh, this is the reading from Job. Uh, we're going to be in Job for a couple of days. So we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Job chapter six. Then Job answered and said, Oh, that my vexation were weighed, and all my calamity laid in the balances, for then it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore my words have been rash, for the arrows of the Almighty are in me. My spirit drinks their poison. The terrors of God are arrayed against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass, or the ox low over his fodder? Can that which is tasteless be eaten without salt, or is there any taste in the juice of mallow? My appetite refuses to touch them. They are as food that is loathsome to me. Oh, that I might have my request, and that God would fulfill my hope, that it would please God to crush me, that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. This would be my comfort. I would even exult in pain unsparing, for I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? And what is my end that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh bronze? Have I any help in me when resource is driven from me? He who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. My brothers are treacherous as a torrent bed, as torrential streams that pass away, which are dark with ice, and where the snow hides itself. When they melt, they disappear. When it is hot, they vanish from their place. The caravans turn aside from their course. They go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tima look, and the travelers of Sheba hope. They are ashamed because they are confident. They come there and are disappointed. For you have now become nothing. You see my calamity and are afraid. Have I said, make me a gift? Or from your wealth, offer a bribe for me? 
or deliver me from my adversary's hand, or redeem me from the hand of the ruthless? Teach me, and I will be silent. Make me understand how I have gone astray. How forceful are upright words. But what does reproof from you reprove? Do you think that you can reprove words when the speech of a despairing man is wind? You would even cast lots over the fatherless and bargain over your friend. But now be pleased to look at me, for I will not lie to your face. Please turn. Let no injustice be done. Turn now. My vindication is at stake. Is there any injustice on my tongue? Cannot my palate discern the cause of calamity? Has not man a hard service on earth? And are not his days like the days of a hired hand? Like a slave who longs for the shadow, and like a hired hand who looks for his wages. So I am allotted months of emptiness, and nights of misery are apportioned to me. When I lie down, I say, When shall I arise? But the night is long, and I am full of tossing till the dawn. My flesh is clothed with worms and dirt. My skin hardens, then breaks out afresh. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and come to their end without hope. Remember that my life is a breath. My eye will never again see good. The eye of him who sees me will behold me no more. While your eyes are on me, I shall be gone. As the cloud fades and vanishes... So he goes down to Sheol, does not come up. He returns no more to his house, nor does his place know him any more. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. I am a sea or a sea monster, am I a sea or a sea monster that you set a guard over me? When I say, My bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint. Then you scare me with dreams and terrify me with visions, so that I would not choose strangling and death rather than my bones. I loathe my life. I would not live forever. Leave me alone, for my days are a breath. What is man that you make so much of him, and that you set your heart on him? Visit him every morning and test him every moment. How long will you not look away from me, nor leave me till I... Swallow my sp- till I swallow my spit. If I sin, what do I do to you, you watcher of mankind? Why have you made me your mark? Why have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now I shall lie in the earth. You will seek me, but I shall not be. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, How long will you say these things, and the words of your mouth be a great wind? Does God pervert justice, or does the Almighty pervert the right? If your children have sinned against him, he has delivered them into the hand of their transgression. If you will seek God, and plead with the Almighty for mercy, if you are pure and upright, surely then he will rouse himself for you and restore your rightful habitation. And though your beginning was small, Your latter days will be very great. For inquire, please, of bygone ages, and consider what the fathers have searched out. For we are but of yesterday and know nothing. For our days on earth are a shadow. Will they not teach you and tell you and utter words out of their understanding? Can papyrus grow where there is no marsh? Can reeds flourish where there is no water? While yet in flower and not cut down, 
They wither before any other plant. Such are the paths of all who forget God. The hope of the godless shall perish. His confidence is severed, and his trust is a spider's web. He leans against his house, but it does not stand. He lays hold of it, but it does not endure. He is a lush plant before the sun, and his shoots spread over his garden. His roots entwine the stone heap. He looks upon the house of stones. If he is destroyed from his place, then it will deny him, saying, I have never seen you. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the soil others will spring. Behold, God will not reject a blameless man, nor take the hand of evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouting. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no more. Then Job answered and said, Truly I know that it is so, but how can a man be in the right before God? If one wished to contend with him, one could not answer him once in a thousand times. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and succeeded. He who removes mountains, and they know it not, when he overturns them in his anger, who shakes the earth out of its place and its pillars tremble, who commands the sun and it does not rise, who seals up the stars, who alone stretched out the heavens and trampled the waves of the sea, who made the bear and Orion and Pleiades and the chambers of the south, who does great things beyond searching out and marvelous things beyond number. Behold, he passes by me, and I see him not. He moves on, but I do not perceive him. Behold, he snatches away. Who can turn him back? Who will say to him, What are you doing? God will not turn back his anger. Beneath him bowed and the helpers of Rahab. How then can I answer him, choosing my, my words with him? Though I am in the right, I cannot answer him. I must appeal for mercy to my accuser. If I summoned him and he answered me, I would not believe that he was listening to my voice. For he crushes me with a tempest and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not let me get my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a contest of strength, behold, he is mighty. If it is a matter of justice, who can summon him? Though I am in the right, my own mouth would condemn me. Though I am blameless, he would prove me perverse. I am blameless. I regard not myself. I loathe myself. It is all one. Therefore I say, he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When disaster brings sudden death, he mocks at the calamity of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If it is not he, then who then is it? My days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They go by like skiffs of reed, like an eagle swooping on the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and be of good cheer. I become afraid of all my suffering, for I know you will not hold me innocent. I shall be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hand with lye, yet you will plunge me into a pit, and my own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man, as I am, that I might answer him, 
that we should come to trial together. There is no arbiter between us who might lay his hand on us both. Let him take us, let him take his rod away from me and let not dread of him terrify me. Then I would speak without fear of him for I am not so in myself. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.